I want to take you a few minutes to the book of John, John's Gospel, chapter 17, pardon, chapter 16, and verse 7. We've been talking about the value of theology as we discuss this series called Theology Matters. And today I want to share with you about the importance of having a relationship with the person of the Holy Spirit. There is a helper that God has sent to the church. And Jesus speaks about him here in John chapter 16, verse 7. He says, but I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin, because they do not believe in me. And concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you, are no longer, you will no longer see me. And concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. Would you pray with me? Father, we ask you today to speak still more to our hearts. And Lord, we pray that what has already been said and what is about to be said will be pleasing to your sight and edifying to our spiritual man. We ask this in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. I want to just share with you a few minutes before we go about the importance of every believer having a personal, daily relationship with the Holy Spirit. First of all, we need to understand some things about the Holy Spirit. And the first thing is this, that the Holy Spirit is not an it. The Holy Spirit is not a force or a thing, but the Holy Spirit is a person. A person can be known. A person can be communicated with. A person can have a conversation. A person has a will. The Holy Spirit has all of those attributes. He's a person. You can talk to him. You can know him. He wants to know you. He is relatable. In fact, the person of the Holy Spirit is the single most easy person to have a relationship with in all of the world. If you want a friend, the Holy Spirit is the easiest person to be a friend with because he is available at all times. And he hears our prayers. He hears our hearts, our cries, our concern, our worries, our dreams, our goals, our fears, our plans, our ideas. He is a person who wants to be involved in every aspect of your life. He is the third person of the triune Godhead, the third person of the Trinity. We know God is one God revealed in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And just so you understand that they are equal in power, equal in essence, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are equal in their ability. They are all omnipotent, they're all omniscient, they're all omnipresent, and they are all God. And the Holy Spirit is not less God than the Son or less God than the Father. But they do have a different role. Now, I just want to describe that real quickly. The Father, his role is to bring, uh, is to decide or to have a will. He is the will of the Godhead. And then the Son administers or uh, I should say uh, executes the will of the Father. And the Spirit administers the will of the Father. 
give you an example. God the Father desired the creation, the Son created, and the Son and the Spirit administered the creation, or He brought it into order. In the same way that the Father willed that you would be saved. Then the Son went to the cross and made that will a possibility by dying on the cross. And so he executed the will of God on the cross. And now the Holy Spirit administers the salvation of the Father through the Son into your heart. And he is the one that is able to administer all of the blessings and all of the graces of God upon the life of the believer. This morning there are three things that the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life today. Say today. There are three things the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life today. Listen, as I was praying this week, I felt the Lord saying, Isaac, I just want you to simply tell them that there are three things I want to do in their life. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next year, but today. I want to do three things in their heart, in their life, in their mind right now. How many of you could use a little work from God in your life right now? How many of you would say, Lord, I need you to work today. This is, this is a day I need deliverance. Sometimes we can wait, but sometimes we just need God to do something right now. Well, there are three things God wants to do in your life today. The first thing he wants to do is that the Holy Spirit wants to bring you closer to Christ today. Listen, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 26, it says that the Holy Spirit, when He comes, who has been sent by the Father and proceeds from the Father, He will testify about Me. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes, He will testify about Me. He will draw men to Christ. And that is the fundamental primary work of the Holy Spirit in our day, is that He is drawing men to Christ. And today the Holy Spirit wants to draw you to Christ. Listen, friend, if you do not know Jesus as your Savior, if you don't know the forgiving grace of God, and if you don't know the forgiveness of your sins, the Holy Spirit wants you to be drawn to Christ. Because only in Christ can you know the forgiveness of your sins, and only in Christ can you know peace with God and peace in your mind and peace in your soul and peace toward other men. And the Holy Spirit wants to do that in your life. You say, Pastor, I'm already a believer. I'm already a Christian. Well, the Holy Spirit wants to continue drawing you to Christ. Because listen, this life has so many distractions in it and so many issues that rise up in day-to-day Christian life that often we are tempted or drawn away from Christ. And the Bible tells us again and again to keep our eyes on Jesus, to focus on Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is the answer for your life. Jesus is the answer for your soul. He's the answer for your marriage. He's the answer for your children. And the enemy would love nothing more than to draw you away from Christ, than to distract you from Christ. And so the Holy Spirit wants to draw you to Christ because Christ can save and Christ can make you, uh, can bring you into the presence of the Father. And Christ can give you freedom and liberty in your soul. And the Spirit of God wants you to have that today. He wants you to know Jesus. He wants you to know the love of God and the grace of God that is found in the Son of God. 
And today, if you will just hear the voice of the Spirit, if you will answer the call of the Spirit of God, He says, today, if you hear my voice, do not harden your heart. But if you will open your, uh, your heart to the voice of the Spirit of God, He will draw you to Jesus. Now listen, friend, maybe you're out there, you're a little bit skeptical. Maybe you say, Pastor, look, I don't know about all this church stuff. I don't even know about the Bible. I don't even know if it's true or false. or if I'm, I'm not even completely convinced that Jesus is actually real. Uh, but, but you're here and you're kind of trying to figure it out. Can I just tell you this? Today when you go home, you go and tell the Holy Spirit. Tell the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to me. Just reveal Jesus to me. Just tell him, Holy Spirit, if Jesus is real, reveal Jesus to me. And just watch what's going to happen in your life. Because that is an invitation the Holy Spirit will not reject. If you will ask him to reveal Jesus to you, the Holy Spirit will reveal Jesus to you. And let you know who he is and what he can do in your life. Somebody say amen. And if you want to know Jesus better, then tell the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, reveal Jesus to me in a new way, in a, in a fresh way. It's just like when a young man wants to get to know a young lady and they know a mutual friend. He says, hey, could you tell me a little bit about her? Tell me a little about him. What is he like? What is she like? What are they about? And so on and so forth. So you go to the Holy Spirit. You say, Holy Spirit, teach me about Jesus. I want to know him. I want to experience him. I want to know how to love him. And the Holy Spirit will do that. In your life. The second thing the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life today is that the Holy Spirit wants to bring order into your life. Somebody say order. The Bible says this, that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. That's called disorder. It was in a state of chaos. And the Spirit of God hovered above the surface of the earth. And what I want you to see there is this. That the Spirit of God came into a chaotic situation and the, the Word of God and the presence of God began to bring order into chaos. I believe this morning that there are some people that if we were to look at your mind or your emotions or we were to look at your heart, we would say that it was without form and void. That there was some chaos in your heart or chaos in your thoughts or chaos in your mind pulled aside by every kind of wind and thought and, and, and distracted by the affairs of everyday life. And maybe you say, Pastor, I need God to intervene because I need, I need a peace in my mind. I need peace in my thoughts. I need peace in my emotions. Can I tell you what? The Holy Spirit wants to bring order into your life today. He wants to bring order into your thoughts and to your heart and to your mind so that you can know and enjoy the peace of God which surpasses knowledge and is beyond all understanding. Many times the Spirit of God will knock on your door and, and you don't open the door because you say things are out of order. Things are out of place. There's sin in my life or there's brokenness in my life or there's grief in my life. And you say, Holy Spirit, we'll get back to you later because right now it's not a good time. Friend, that's why he's at the door. That's why he's knocking because he wants to come and clean things up. He wants to come and order the, the, the way that your life is going. And maybe you know it. Maybe as you look at yourself today, you know, I need the Spirit of God to bring order to my life. I need Him to come and bring structure to the way I'm living because my life and my ways are far from God. Can I tell you this morning that the Holy Spirit wants to bring order to your life 
today. And if you will answer to him, if you will let him into your life, he will come and bring order and restore those things that have been, that have been made confused in your life. Maybe there's confusion in your marriage. You're saying, I don't know if I love this man anymore. I don't know if I love this woman anymore. Maybe there's confusion regarding your career. Maybe there's confusion regarding your faith. And you're going back and forth in that confusion. Can I tell you what? Invite the Holy Spirit in. Because the moment the Holy Spirit comes in, storms have to cease. The moment the Holy Spirit comes in, peace begins to reign. When the Holy Spirit comes in, grace begins to take over. And order is restored out of chaos. And those things which are out of order are brought into order. And those things that don't belong are brought to the place where they belong or they're removed out of your life. Now here's the third thing that the Holy Spirit wants to do in your life. He wants to help you today. How many of you could use a little help? There are three things the Holy Spirit wants to help you do. First of all, he wants to help you to live a godly life. The Holy Spirit wants to make you like Jesus. Say amen, somebody. Listen, the, the idea of living a godly life, it is not an Old Testament idea. The idea of living a holy life is not something for, for the law of Moses. It is, it is the grace of God that enables us and calls us to live a holy and a righteous life. But friend, you and I cannot do that apart from the help of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit wants to help you to live a godly life. Listen, he wants to help husbands love their wives. He wants to help wives love their husbands. He wants to help children honor their parents. And he wants to help parents raise their children. He wants to help the, the, the boss treat his employees well. And he wants to help the employees do right by their boss, even when he's a scoundrel. Come on, somebody. The Holy Spirit wants to help you in your day-to-day -day life. Listen, your relationship with the Spirit of God is not just for Sunday morning between 10 o'clock and 11.30 on any given morning, on any given Sunday morning. The help of the Holy Spirit is for Monday morning when you don't want to go to work. It's for Tuesday morning when you're having trouble paying the bills. It's for Wednesday morning when you're having a fight with the, with the person you love. It's for Thursday morning when you're waiting on a miracle. It's for every single day of the week. It is a help for you so that you can become all that God designed and desired for you to be. <coughs> and there's not a person in here that could not today say, I can be a better Christian this week. I can be a more godly man this week. I can be a more godly woman this week because you see, friend, you can't turn away from sin without the help of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that empowers godly living. That's why I don't teach religion. That's why I teach relationship with God. Because you see, you can get religion. Religion will give you a dress code, but it can't give you righteousness. Religion, religion will give you rules, but it can't change what's ruling your heart. Religion will give you ideas and, 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 and concepts, but it will not give you freedom. The only thing that can do that is walking daily under the power of the Holy Spirit. He is the one that empowers Christian living and, and godliness. In our day-to-day -day life. And then he wants to help you pray. Because the Bible says that the Spirit helps our weakness. In Romans chapter 8. Because we do not know how to pray as we should. 
Now, you say, Pastor, I've been in church a long time. I know how to pray. And, and even if you don't know how to pray, most of you could at least recite the Lord's Prayer. And so you say, Pastor, I know how to pray. But what the, what the scripture is telling us there is that we don't know how to pray because we don't always know the will of God. Sometimes we're praying about things and we don't know what the answer is. We don't know which way God wants us to go. There's no clear, no clear door to, to walk through. And the Spirit of God helps us pray because he does know the will of God. He does know what God wants for your life. The Bible said he helps our weakness, but we do not know how to pray. But he prays through us with groanings that are too deep for words. You see, friend, when you begin to pray in the Spirit, and you allow the Spirit of God to pray through you in that heavenly language, that language of the Spirit begins to come forth with power. And you're praying and you're talking to God. And the Spirit of God is helping you pray. And that prayer is powerful. That prayer is a, a prayer that is empowered by the Spirit of holiness, by the Spirit of righteousness, by the Spirit of truth. And that prayer will go and be effective in the presence of God. You see, it's very easy to pray with our mind. Our mind knows how to pray. We say, Father, I thank you for this food. I pray you would bless it, make it nourishing to our bodies, kill all the calories. Don't let me gain any weight and, and make this a, a good time of fellowship in Jesus' name. That's your mind praying. But sometimes your mind doesn't know how to pray because your mind is limited. Because your mind doesn't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Because your mind doesn't know what the doctor is going to say. Because your mind doesn't know what the judge is going to do. But there's somebody that does know. And when you let him pray, he prays through you with power and with glory that brings the, that, that mountain moving faith into your life. And the spirit of God produces faith in you as you pray. So Paul says men ought always pray with their hands lifted high, making their requests known to God, praying always in the Spirit, praying by the power of the Spirit of God. And then finally, the Holy Spirit wants to help you witness. He wants to make you a powerful witness for the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Listen, Jesus said it like this. He said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you so that you will be my witnesses. Every single person in this room who has been saved has been called by God to be a witness about him to somebody else. Listen, I hope this week that you won't go all week without telling somebody about Jesus. Without telling somebody about what Jesus is doing in your life. You say, Pastor, I was really planning on doing that once I get it all right, once I'm perfect, once I'm excellent, once I don't make any mistakes, then I'll testify. If you wait till then, you won't be testifying until you get to heaven. You're going to have to start witnessing now. Tell somebody while you're on the journey, look, I haven't made it yet. I'm not perfect, but God is good. God saves. God delivers. God changes. God transforms. Come on, somebody. That witness is empowered by the Spirit of Almighty God. And he wants to help you to do that. And this morning, I just want to communicate to you this precious truth. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, he wants to do these three things in your life. When? Today. Will you let him? Will you let him? You know what the Bible says? The Bible says that the mind set on the, on the flesh produces death. When you let your mind, your fleshly, carnal mind, lead your life, the results will be death. 
death for your relationships, death for your finances, death for your marriage, death for your relationship with your children, death with your church life, death in your, in your business life. Everything around you is going to be deteriorating when you're led by the spirit of your mind. But when you allow the spirit of God to lead, he says the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. And so this morning, I want to encourage you to give the Holy Spirit room in your life to come and do these things, to come and to do what you can't do. You know, sometimes I see somebody carrying a really heavy box, and you say, can I help you? Then, no, 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 I got it, I got it. And then they get up to the door, and they're trying to turn the doorknob, and you're like, can I help you? No, 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 I got it, I got it. But uh, many times we do that with God. You know, the Holy Spirit's telling you this morning, can I help you? Let me help you. He said, no, no, I got it. I got it. I, I, I'm going to manage. I'm going to handle this. What I want you to do today is just take that big heavy box of burdens and give it to the Holy Ghost and say, you're going to have to handle this. I need your help. I need your help today. I've got to have your power today. I've got to have your strength today. And he promises. He promises to do that if you let him in. Would you stand with me, please? And if there's anybody in here that says, I want the help of the Holy Spirit, I want you to stir up your faith to believe that God's going to help you today. Can somebody say amen? amen. I'm going to ask the elders to come, please. And I'm going to ask the prayer team if they could come as well. They're going to stand here on the altar. And if you want to agree with somebody in prayer this morning, I want you to come and just meet with one of them in prayer. If you just want to kneel down and pray, then you do that as well. But everyone who says in here, I want the help of the Holy Spirit. I need the help of the comforter in my life. I want you to come. Come in faith this morning. Come believing that this is your day for a breakthrough. That this is your day for a transformation of your situation. If you say, Pastor, I want to be a better Christian. I want to be a better husband, a better wife, a better son, a better daughter, a better employee. I want to be more like Jesus. Come on, you need the help of the Holy Ghost. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. And he wants to come and comfort and guide and strengthen your soul.